0: Hello. Welcome to the Healthy Alternatives Podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy. Good afternoon. This is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives, here on 97.5 CIOEFM with live stream on communityradio.ca. Every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness. From conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you're stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Today, I'm very pleased to be with my friend Kitty McKay. She is a professional declutterer, organizer and accountability coach. Welcome Kitty. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, I'm very happy to have you and uh, I want to know what is it you are doing and how in the heck did you get to become a declutterer? Well, the last two years have been very, very
1: turbulent in my life. I've, um, i was getting out of 18 years of real estate cleaning uh, into a decluttering business to help seniors downsize, and then that was starting to morph into a virtual decluttering business. I also moved. I started a, a new business school. Well, I started I entered a new business school, and I was just starting to spin my wheels and wondering, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And a turning point came in January when, again, I was starting to enroll clients, but I just, one day I just looked around my place and went, I have to do something here. I only had a couple clients at the time and they had disaster offices, and I looked at mine and I said, Physician, heal thyself. <laughs>
0: That's easier said than done.
1: <laughs> indeed, indeed. And then as I started to, uh and and enroll clients Uh, basically i guess how how it worked was Mm -hmm. that i noticed a change in myself in my productivity in my energy level as i was as i was doing my own place and i started applying what kind
0: of change did you notice how did it change when you cleaned up your own place and decluttered it and got it the way you look in your blog post before and after what did you do what did you notice in this change? Oh, just extra energy, mm-hmm. uh, almost,
1: uh, almost like feng shui. Extra energy flow, self esteem because because I, I, um, because wow, I got all that done, and it it just felt so good. It, it's really hard to describe, but a com- I guess a combination of the self esteem and control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the word I'm looking for. I was suddenly in control suddenly and finally in control of my of my space and that translated into my new business. So I started to get the people that I was coaching to do the exact same things that I was doing mm-hmm. and
0: seeing results and I started to say, Hmm, there's something to this Absolutely. And I seen your blog post there about the nightmare office And as I said before, it reminds me very much of mine, (laughs) because I live in the chaos, and I always said a genius can look through the chaos, anybody can declutter, but it's really not true, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Because,
0: hey, and I I said to yourself before, maybe I should hire you. (laughs) (laughs) We can try something there. And I know many people have issues with decluttering. They just, something piles up, they don't want to get rid of it, they think maybe later on I'll use it, and And then it just lands there. And there's only real um, value. That's okay. What's real value or what's real in it? Because it is hard when you declutter and and have clutter all over your place and you feel overwhelmed just looking at it. Absolutely. And the the hard part is knowing where to start. Mm -hmm. And... That's a good question because said I never know where to start and I said to myself well where do I start I feel overwhelmed just thinking about it and then I don't I'm
1: mm-hmm. oh, sorry no, no talk on I've had the best success with what I call my one system mm-hmm. start in one area of uh, uh, say for example one room or one closet and then the natural tendency is to flit all over thinking okay all right I'll start here oh maybe I should start over there that looks like a bigger mess to conquer just decide on one area stick with it and okay so you've got you're in the you're in that room and you are focusing on one area of that room so basically you're micromanaging
0: yeah, of course, because what I do is I think, okay, that belongs here, but there's no space to put it there, so I put it back on the pile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I go over there to the other area and and think, How do I make space? Uh what do I throw out? Hmm, nothing, so it stays as it is. So what yeah. do
1: you do? Well, you certainly make sure that you have a couple of disposal bags at the ready. Uh, toss and donate you know that yeah I'm not saying anything new here but the idea is just to really try to focus and get rid of things in, into the bag as as quickly as possible and dispose of them right away. The next part of the one system is to uh, focus on one thing at a time and literally with, with my clients I literally will go through one piece of paper at a time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and decide okay, what what are we going to do with it? And then after that... So how
0: do you decide that? Because you said, hmm, that's because of this one, and maybe later I'll need it. You have to make decisions. That's, I think, the
1: hard part, to make it, the decision. It is the hard part, but I've been noticing that clients will start to speed up. okay and though the the decision making becomes much more quickly let's say for example yesterday's client she had some taxes going back to 2004 oh wow we only need to keep and once i reminded her that you only need to keep uh from 2012 or yeah 2012 right now then um she, She was on fire. Okay, oh, I can get rid of all this. This is great. I didn't know how long I should keep these things, so I just kept them. Uh, Old utility bills, things like that, uh, from a house that you don't even live in anymore. Right, Um, yeah, you don't really need them. The warranty from the car that you no longer own, things like that. But once you get through the the feeling of being overwhelmed by everything, then it really, the decision-making... I see it time and time again, it goes more more and more quickly.
0: Yeah. And and I know from uh, watching the hoarder show, thankfully I'm not a hoarder, I can throw stuff away once I really get into it. Nice. Then, then I saw, oh, my God, they really can't make the decision. Oh, they yeah. have garbage sometimes, the hoarders, and they say, well, that may be good in five years, and it's already moldy. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. and and that's a whole different... That's a really mental illness. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. But uh, for me, it is often not so much making the decision but carrying out the time to actually do it. What do you say to if a client comes with that objection?
1: Uh, the, only, the only thing I can really say to that is designate a certain designate amount of time. Designate a certain amount of time. And the most important part of that... Point. Yeah? Excuse me. The most important part of that point is don't designate too long a period of time. Don't say, I'm going to spend my whole Saturday afternoon and get this done. Do not, repeat, do not (laughs) take more than two hours on a certain project because decision fatigue will set in and you'll just start second-guessing yourself. If you can even just do 15 minutes a day on a room yeah. you'd be amazed how how
0: at your results i think that's a very good tip 15 minutes on a room yeah. and a day and really carve that time out and anybody can do that even myself <laughs> Because I noticed I'm not working in the office too much. It's just a storage room, and mm-hmm. uh, I want to be back working. So I'll try that, so we'll see that it works. And you get the before and after pictures for your next nightmare office. <laughs> <laughs> part two. Wow, <Wahoo. laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, is your office still tidy in your house? My office, yes. yes. Wow, so you kept
1: it up? Oh yes, time? um this office was actually a client's oh, okay, yeah, yeah i I know, but I mean, you' oh, place. I'm amazed that i've been there are I'm in the middle of two projects right now, so there are two um there are more papers on the desk than I would like, mm-hmm. but I know by tomorrow they're they're gonna be gone
0: amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That's good. So I really have to do an effort to get into that direction. And that sounds really good. Now, you say you help with organizing and we'll go after the break more into that. And uh, do you help people like what do I do with the with the files? How do I best organize them? How, where do I put the papers? I'm sticking with my office. Mm-hmm. or How do I organize my closet so it looks half decent and stuff like that? You are doing that, too?
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, it, I, I try to make things as uh, as streamlined as possible and yeah. as easy as possible to maintain. Mm-hmm. This is the big thing, because you can declutter and organize till the cows come home, but if you don't have a, right. a certain system that is easy to maintain,
0: then um, you've wasted your time. So part of what you do is probably help the clients to develop a system that works for them. Yes, yes. And I find that very important. Yeah, that is that is really important. What else do you do? You do virtual decluttering. So how can you help somebody declutter when you're not physically there? Well, it works via...
1: Uh, either zoom or skype or sure, facebook online video conference yeah. yes yes and they send me a couple of pictures of of their mm-hmm. area of concern and then we we get into it and usually uh we start by just getting rid of a lot of stuff because you can't organize before you declutter you just sure. you just have to do it that way and they are always amazed okay. at how quickly they get it done it, and, you know, it may yeah. be uh, three or four sessions, yeah. but it's, uh, they just say at the end of it, no way could I have done that without.
0: Wow, and that is a really good point to end the first half of the broadcast with. And this brings us to the end of this one here on 97.5 seven five CIOEFM Community Radio. So please tune in after the commercial break for more about clutter with Kitty McKay. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with Kitty McKay about decluttering, especially virtual decluttering. And now, Kitty, in the first half of the show... We talked about how really to get started on decluttering, and uh, you always used my office <laughs> as an example because it is such a mess, and it definitely looks worse than the nightmare office you mentioned in your blog post. I'll send you a picture, and you said you shared a few very helpful remarks. Just start with fifteen minutes. Uh, what else do you recommend uh, if you are a client? any any advice that you can offer for our listeners that would help them to get their home and life and their mind declared
1: really the best thing that I can reiterate is uh, starting starting small Mm -hmm. like I say with one area at a time and one thing at a time.
0: start with one cupboard would that be it
1: Yes, and actually the restorative benefits are of, of um, even just getting your counter done first and maintaining it.
0: Okay, but how can I get the stuff off the counter if I have no space in the cupboards to put it in? Same rule
1: applies. In, in Decluttering no matter where you are, get rid of what is. You're going to have stuff that you do not need on your counter. Plain cool. and plain and simple, like garbage, pieces of paper that should have been thrown out. And yes, I'm guilty. Uh, notes that I wrote back in March that I no longer <laughs> need. I really honestly found those on the kitchen counter because I was determined to clean it all off. Wow. Um, regular, regular maintenance. Now, most of my, my stuff is in the cupboards. If you can possibly find a place to put that blender that you never use... But I cupboard. do
0: use it every day. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, you're the you're the <laughs> exception. <laughs> um, but there's other things that I never use that are on the countertop, like the four man grill. I really don't use it. I should give it away. Either give, and
1: that's actually not not a bad thing to do. If you can go through, let's take the let's stick with the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Go through it once once a year. Mm-hmm. And say to yourself, "You know, I haven't used that that George Foreman, mm-hmm. and it's it's just taking up space. Mm-hmm. I have a George Foreman, I have the same dilemma. So uh <laughs> you're preaching to the converted
0: yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, just it's it's all about decisions okay so you have to decide which of the appliances you use like in the last 6 months or 12 months and that you didn't use in the last 6 or 12 months you can really get rid of Mm -hmm. yeah but then you need them the next day that's well, yes. Something that I notice, uh, in
1: in fact, my my father is yeah. <laughs> that's, that's interesting so about this is is plastic containers. You know, yeah. we all keep too many of those uh, margarine right. containers, stuff like that. Eventually, mm-hmm. if you can go through it every six months and mm-hmm. cull them. Because they can take up a whole lot of space. Yeah. And many people have much more space in their in their kitchen cupboards than they realize. Uh, it's just not kind of packed in there properly. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not always true. Uh, some people just have too much stuff or they don't have a big enough kitchen. And yeah. there isn't really too much you can do about that. You have to live.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if somebody is like a one person... Uh, then they don't need a whole kitchen full. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely, So, yeah, I know the cupboard you were talking about, the plastic containers, and uh, I try to replace them with glass containers because they're, of course, healthier for you. And uh, now I have glass containers and plastic containers uh, building a heap in that cupboard. (laughs) And my husband always opens the cupboard and the stuff falls out, and he said, You may have a mess in your cupboards. So how can I get my husband involved? Another question.
1: <laughs> it is sometimes, sometimes it's possible, and sometimes it isn't. It is <laughs> if if the per, if, if if the spouse is interested in doing it, then it's easy. Yeah. But if they're not, and this happens more more often than you than you know, is that spouses one the clutter is driving one person nuts, the other person doesn't care. Doesn't want to get involved. Doesn't doesn't want any decluttering done. I'm quite happy with it the okay. way it is. Thank you very
0: much. And uh, my husband, for example, he doesn't like it. But I don't really think he wants to do so much. He just wants me to do it, which is fine. I have to do it sometime. I think I have to hire a decluttering coach <laughs> to hold me accountable to actually do what I need. What I know I need to do now that I talk to you.
1: And that's all it is. It's basically basically having someone whether it's virtually or next to you um hold your hand because it's a matter of again making decisions people don't trust themselves to make decisions as you just said I'm going to need it the next day after
0: after I give it away. That's and a that's a common uh, excuse really. It it because is because 99% you don't. That's right. And then another year goes by and it clatters. That's right. I hear you, yeah. And you see that probably every day. And that's why people need you. Because all of us do stuff like that sometimes. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, mm. myself included. Mm.
0: The onion soup bowls. Onion soup bowls. I have yep. those. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time and you I made onions? Those onion little soup?
0: egg things that you put in the microwave and yes. then they explode. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Off to the thrift shop, it goes.
0: Mm-hmm. that's think, a good idea things yeah. like that. I think I, I think I have a few that I can get rid of that's a good idea mm-hmm. so really that's a, a very interesting discussion and I think everybody that's listening to this can relate because many people have stuff in their kitchen or in their closets sometimes clothes some people mm. hold clothes they love yes. their clothes there's a new outfit here a new outfit there with the tags on it and after two years there's still a tag on it because they've never worn it. There's because worn it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna save it for good. Yeah. You know the old expression, save yeah, it the for good, good clothes. Yeah, I save them for good, and that good never comes. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's so true. What do you do then with all the clothes? Same thing.
1: Same thing. I'm thinking about a a, a heart. Oh, it was a that's, bit of a heartbreaking yeah, yeah. story about yeah. a, a lady that she she kept way too much and then she had to downsize and okay. it was painful we yeah. had we went through three closets first worth of clothes i've mm-hmm. never seen so much ultra suede in my life wow. and that, that, that was hard yeah
0: yeah now when somebody needs your help how can they reach you you have probably a website to share just something they can remember. Yes,
1: thanks for asking, Christine. Uh, if they go to www.quarter-solutions by kitty, that's k-i-t-t-i. dot com. dot com.
0: That's a all, good way. Yeah.
1: And, all my information is there. Contact email, um, and uh, I'm very, very accessible.
0: Yeah, you you respond to your emails, and I really appreciate that because some people, they take two weeks to respond, and that's Mm. not really good. Same day service. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm the same way when I work with health coaching clients. It's pretty much the same. They need the accountability too, and when you write an email... To your coach, you want to get a response within a reasonable time, which is usually 12 to 24 hours. Yes, yes. And not within three weeks. And Mm -hmm. most good businesses do that, and I'm glad. I know you're one of them. I wouldn't have you on the show. Oh, nice. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) No, really. And uh, anything you want to tell our listeners before we uh, end the show slowly, before we come to the end?
1: Well... When they're visiting the website, I invite them to download my uh, PDF 7 Steps to Conquer Clutter and Streamline Your Productivity. It'll give you a bit of a head start on not only decluttering it, uh, but helping you to keep it that way which is which is the most important part okay. is keeping it that way and uh
0: that is any- amazing and I think I will do exactly that so it's www.cluttersolutionsbykittykitty.com and download the seven uh, steps and I will do exactly that so thank you very much for being on the show and this brings me to the end of today's show was a pleasure to have you on, Kitty. Thank you very much, Christine. Most appreciated. This was great. So please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments, or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact Kitty and you forgot the website, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca. Or you can contact me through my website, com, And I'm always grateful for any feedback. I also want to ex- extend a special thank you to today's producers, Luke Edinger and Ryan Pulsifer, two amazing young summer students that help out in this great radio station, because you might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station, and we even have an art gallery. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, we are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.